Hi, and welcome everyone to Open Mic with Kristen, where each week we feature events and successes with our staff and our students of Beaufort County Schools. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone. So today I have with me Ms. Casey Schulte and Ms. Lisa Baker, both from Bath Elementary and winners of the Bright Ideas Grant from Tideland EMC. Hey ladies, how are you today? Doing good. Good, good. Good, good. So I also just want to mention really quickly that we also had a third grant winner. She couldn't be here today with us, but um, it was Miss Tammy Wagaman from Northside High School. You know, she was our third, our third winner. So ladies, thank you so much for with, uh, being with us today. So tell me, what do each of you teach at Bath? So I teach seventh and eighth grade social studies. And I'm the librarian. Oh, great. Okay. We wanted to get them on here today because, you know, winning a grant is a really big thing. It's super exciting. So each of you guys tell me what did you write the grant for and what are your plans for the earnings? So actually, this is kind of funny. So we wrote the grant separately of each other. I didn't know that Miss Baker submitted and she didn't know that I submitted or what we submitted for. Um, and I'll let her talk about hers, but we actually submitted for very similar things. Oh. Um, in our middle school, um, one of the things that we like to do is provide the opportunity for flexible seating. And what I mean by that is just an opportunity to maybe get your wiggles out, like work at a different station and work at a different place it's maybe a little bit more comfortable than sitting in a desk all day okay um so I wrote my grant for flexible seating to go in our middle school kind of lobby area that we have in our middle school oh, and that's a big area yeah yeah okay so um we got a like a big seated cushion that the kids can sit on um think like bench style but it's like super comfy um I got some hokey stools or just some like wobbly stools that kids can move around um they can just get some of their wiggles out and kind of help them focus a little bit and I got some dry erase tables that we can configure in different ways so if we're working in pairs or working as a big group you can kind of move and like shape the tables and all of these different formations so just providing that flexible seating fun miss baker just outside the library, there is a great space between my building and the kindergarten building that um, I thought would be good for an outdoor classroom kind of an area. It's a great area. There are already mm -hmm. two um, picnic tables there, but they're sort of large for kindergartners. Mm -hmm. So um, what I wanted to do was get some kind of stools and something to make it into an outdoor classroom that would fit them physically. So I got 20 stools and a rolling whiteboard so that we can make that space into an outdoor classroom whenever we want to. And then we'll store the stuff in the library and my helpers will take it out there and set it up for the teachers whenever they want to use it. That's so fun, both of you. So this is not just for you two. This is for your entire school. So mm -hmm. you're not going to be the only two utilizing this. Right. You guys are awesome. That's so nice. So when somebody writes a grant, do they typically write it just for their classroom? Because again, yours is more community-based. Um, I think it depends on the grant and it could depend on the teacher themselves. Throughout my history, I've, I've written grants just specific for my classroom. Um, when I was a part of another county, they had a a grant process that we went through and I wrote for things specific for the kids in my classroom. So we got new microscopes, you know, we took a field trip opportunity. So it depends on the grant and it depends on the program, like what 
you can use it for. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just, I think it just so happens that we saw the need and that's what we wrote for this year. Well, and you guys are a really close knit, great team at Bath. And so I, I can see that. That's exciting. And you said got, so does that mean they've already arrived? Yes, um, ah. my stools have already arrived, and everyone that we unboxed them this morning, and everyone that has come through the library and seen them has been all so excited because they're all colorful and everything. Yeah. So everybody's really excited about they're them. They're super fun. And mm-hmm. who doesn't want to go outside? Is this particular grant? Is this something that you can apply for yearly, or is it just a, a one and done type of thing? Explain that to me a little bit. Well, it's a um, it's a grant you can apply for every year, okay. and you can come up with a different idea every year okay yes. we already have an idea for next year Look for what to you. submit for i'm not going to tell you what it is because i don't want <laughs> anybody else to take it but um i'm super excited about that as well just to provide anytime you can take learning and you can make it fun for the kids whether that's out or even adults like you just said say so can we make it fun can we make it hands-on how can we relate to that and that might be the difference in meeting one kid's needs that day like might be the difference well and them and us we spend most of our lives at at our jobs or at school you know so why not have it be colorful so tell me a little bit about the process um like when can you apply when does that start when does it end so i'm not quite sure of the open date i know we applied very early on in the fall semester I'm, I'm not quite sure on the due date of that. I, f- I feel like it was early September or the end of August that they were due. It opens up like in the middle. It actually opens up in the middle of the summer. So you could be working on it over the summer. And there's an early bird date. And when you when you apply by that date, then you're entered for some kind of prize that that the oh. um, that our like Tideland has. Mm-hmm. And then it's like September 15th. There's yeah. some kind of odd date like that so in the middle of September. So you've yes, got a lot of time. Yes, absolutely. That's nice. We're going to also have the Tideland um, person that I think she picks the grants. I'm not really sure. I don't know if she's on the committee, but I know either of you may know her name, but um, we're thinking about having her on too so that everybody can kind of learn the process a little bit more. We had three winners, but there may have been opportunity for more to apply. I'm, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So Heidi, Smith. Heidi, that's it. Um, and she actually had some, some kids that went through bath too. So, okay. you know, that's exciting. I mean, yeah. kind of keeping it community, community wide, the process itself just so like everybody knows, it wasn't hard. Oh, um, good it did take some time and some kind of thoughtful planning. You do kind of have to do your research about how much things cost, include tax, include shipping if that applies. You know, as a school, a lot of times some companies may waive the shipping for it to go to schools. And that's something that, you know, your people at school who order all your things can help with. But it wasn't that long of a process. Like if I sat down and once I had done my research, I don't think it took me longer than 45 minutes to fill out. Is it just like an essay or is it questions? A little bit of both. Um, On the application, they ask you, you know, what what is it that you're asking for? Mm -hmm. Why are you asking for it? How many students will it reach? Um, What's the purpose of this? I mean, this is pretty straightforward questions. Yeah. You know, and even after you have somebody like proofread and stuff, it was not it was not that hard to do. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, I think the thing with applying for the grant is knowing what you want to do. Because mm-hmm. if you don't really, if you're like, oh, well, I want this, but I you don't think. really know what yeah. you want it for, mm-hmm. then then it doesn't it doesn't work for you. The mm-hmm. grant, any grant for that matter, that's right, doesn't work for you. So if you know what you want, then the the, the questions that are part of this grant are simple to answer, and it is a super easy process. So I mean, if you've got an idea in your head, 
apply for this grant. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. The hardest part, seriously, is finding the prices for the items yeah, at yeah, the end. Yeah, shopping around. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a certain amount, like a minimum and a maximum that, that they give? Because I noticed in some of the pictures it was all around the same amount. So I think the max you could write for was 2000 Okay. Yes. Because um, right. my grant was for $1,987 and like 95 You were very specific. Cents. I noticed that. Um, and, and, and that's, a, you know, that's a good tip when you're writing the grant, be specific down to the cent. Like that's something that somebody wants to see. They want to see that, hey, they've really done their research. Um, so we even know how much the shipping costs and all of that stuff. So when you're writing, be specific as possible. I also like to write like, I'm talking to someone who may or may not be familiar with my classroom. So when you can give them um, descriptions about why your kids need these things, that is so powerful. And that's why we write these grants. We don't write these grants for the teachers. We write these grants for the students and how it's going to impact the students' lives. Like definitely focus on that when you're writing your grants. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll be pleased for successful. That's great advice. That's just wonderful advice. Um, and that was, you know, leading up to my next question, what advice do you have for someone wanting to go through this process? So Casey already answered. Miss Baker, do you want to give any advice or do you just kind of agree with her? Well, that's she had some good points. Yeah. One of the things, though, that I have found writing these grants and receiving these grants is that the more students that you can affect, the better off you are at, at receiving the grant. So um, a classroom might not receive it, whereas a grade level might receive it. Mm, okay. And if you can do something that's cross-curricular, like my first one that I won, um, I won with an, the art teacher, and we did a um, project where I talked about the Caldecott Medal and illustrations in books, and the art teacher took the methods. We picked four different ones and worked with the fifth graders. We chose the fifth graders, and she went through the different methods, printmaking and temper painting and those kinds of things. So if you could do something that's cross-curricular, that's science really cool. and social study and that kind of stuff, that's really a great idea. Yeah, that's awesome. And things that aren't consumables. Um, so something that's going to – so these, no matter if, if in 10 years, these stools are still going to be oh, there, yeah. whether we're still at Bath or we're at a different school within the county, like things mm -hmm. that can stay there and be there for those kids, even if that teacher is still not at that particular school. I think that's always um, helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for the advice. And Ms. Baker, I think you've wrote, how many, how many times have you wrote a grant with Tideland? I'm really not sure. Yeah. I've won four, but I know okay. that I've written, uh, written more than that because I don't, I'm not always lucky, lucky enough to be chosen. Right. Okay. And Casey, was this your first time? Uh, for this, yes, for okay. this particular grant writing process, yes. So while we're on the topic of grants, are there any others that you guys write yearly? And what is the source of finding grants available to you? So I know of a one way that I have raised probably over $30,000 for my classroom um, is using a program called Donors Choose. Um, it is free for teachers to apply, um, and it is free. It doesn't cost the school system or the classroom anything unless you get the grant. And even then it doesn't cost anything. So Donor Choose is a really cool program where teachers can go on and they can say what they have needs for. So for example, I've written one before I'm trying to get dissecting kits for somewhere else in, in the state of North Carolina for a different um, school system. And 
Um, you can share that on any social media platform. And then what's really cool about Donors Choose is they have this matching program. Oh, nice. Um, and then they also, one day, I remember Bill Gates just, it was a giving back day, and he came in and funded all of the projects on Donors Choose. And that, that may not happen all of the time, but if you always have kind of a project up there working, so if somebody, let's say some company in um, Washington comes to the school and says, hey, I want to help a third grade classroom and you have a grant up there. That's a great way for your school to say, oh, here, here's Miss um, Schulte's project that she has going on. Would you like to help with that? Sometimes you can get matching funding for STEM or literacy. Um, and they, Donor Shoes does a really good job of helping teachers find that funding and anybody people all over the world can give. So sometimes people will just, ask you that. some people, yeah. times people will just donate. I've had people donate from California, from Iowa. It's just a really easy way. Again, very simple. You just have to answer some questions. You kind of go through and you pick what it is that you want and what it's for. And the good thing is, is it costs the school absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens if you don't get all the funding? So let's say you're asked for $500 and you only get $450. Well, all of those donors have the option to leave the money with the teacher. So maybe I take off one stool per se, and now that's back down to $450. And now I can still get the things that were funded in my classroom. And when you're writing that kind of stuff, too, I've found that that if you keep things like under $1,000, it's normally not hard to get things funded for. So I've used Donors Choose pretty um, successfully. Mm -hmm. um, and it's again, it's a free program. That's um, great. So if you're looking to give back, check out Donors Choose for your local teachers. Yeah, I, I do want to add one thing about Donors Choose. If you're choosing technology, make sure that you check with the technology department for the management systems because that has to be uh, added onto the price of the particular piece of, of uh, hardware that you're doing. So always check with yeah. your technology department when you're getting those final prices for that. That's true because that can be an add-on in addition to the county. And, and that's something that you may not mean to do. Are you planning to do that this year? With donors choose? I have I've thought about that. There's a couple of things that I would love to have in my classroom, but you know, thanks to Tideland, they took kind of the big the big thing out of that my head. Right? Yeah, yeah, that big need out of the way. And I was really grateful for that. Great. Miss Baker, are you planning on doing any others or is this the only one? Um, right now this is the only one. Okay. I just um if I think find anything in the different manuals and the different professional reading that I do, then I might think of doing one of those but otherwise no this is the big one that you yeah, guys definitely well that's all the tough stuff unless paul has anything else no he doesn't okay so let's go to our fun bonus round i think uh miss schulte knew about this but miss baker did not i just got an eyebrow so all right this is our fun <laughs> bonus round <laughs> it's fun though i promise so what was your favorite christmas gift as a child Okay, I can go. Um, have so, I asked you this one? No, before? you haven't. Okay, no, you just have not. checking, just checking. Um, so I grew up in Bath. Um, just a little backstory about me, and this sounds really funny, but my sister and I, we got gas cans <laughs> one Christmas, right? And you're like, okay, why are you going to give these girls a gas can? Well, we went outside, and there was a big go kart for us. So oh, that's fun. that's probably one of my most memorable Christmases because we're like, why do we have gas cans? My <laughs> my dad has a great, he's very funny sense of humor, and um, so we got that's we got a, a go kart story. Stuff. So that was that's kind of one of my most memorable ones. That's a great story. The just recently, my sister found a um, cookie jar that my mother had given away to a family member, and she got it returned to me. Oh, 
<laughs> because my mother's <laughs> gone, and so oh. that was um, something that I had wanted back. That's so nice. Where did so somebody had it that you knew? My mother or? had given it away to another family member. Oh wow! Not immediate, but mm-hmm. further out, I guess you would say. And um, my sister had asked her back for it. So oh, that's so heartwarming. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Okay, when not at work, what do you both do in your free time? This is this is the you, point where our students and some of your staff members and things so like I that we, get to know you a little bit. <laughs> I know we both really like to read. Okay, um, we mm-hmm. love we both love to read. I also enjoy gardening. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of my outdoor therapy. There's just something about putting your hands in the dirt, and that just brings me so much joy, especially in the spring. So I'm ready for some of those spring temperatures to roll on back mm. here. How about you, Miss Baker? Reading. Well, right now I'm. Yeah, reading, definitely. Yeah. But mm-hmm. right now I'm binge-watching The West Wing. Oh, West Wing's a good show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, see, that's what I do. I wait until you can binge because then I get really hooked and I get so mad when the next episode is not ready to go. So I like to wait till it goes on Netflix, too. All right, last thing. What is your go-to drink in the morning? So, like, most people, it's coffee, but I have a best friend who she loves Mountain Dew. What's your go-to drink? Definitely coffee. coffee. Definitely coffee. Okay. Um, we have a running joke with my first period. If I'm a little um, cranky, sometimes, you know, that happens. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. As teachers, they're like, have you had your coffee yet? And I'm like, no, not yet. They're like, I'm going to need you to sit down and, and have your coffee. <laughs> and um, so they can kind of tell if I haven't had my coffee yet in the morning. I always think people are strange that don't drink coffee. I'm like, ah, because you can't say that exact thing. Like, you need to go have your coffee. Yeah. So, Paul, do you have any fun ones? Actually, I do have one. Uh, oh, good. Tell us, tell us what college you both went to. I went to East Carolina U- University oh, for my undergraduate Byrus. and Byrus. for my master's degree. Awesome. So I got two undergraduate degrees, one in biology, one in science education, and then a master's degree from that good old red school in North Carolina, North Carolina State University, Go Wolfpack. <laughs> Love it. All right, everyone. Well, um, Ladies, thanks so much for for joining me today and explaining this really, really awesome grant process with Tideland EMC. We appreciate you being here today, and um, we can't wait to see all this fun stuff you got. I'm coming out there soon. Come on down. Yeah. Come (laughs) fall off a stool. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Think different. Think BCS. 